I'm Bridget Fettesi, and this is your Dumpster Fire for the weeks of December 4th to December 17th. And the unicorns dance while the world burns, world burns, world burns. Happy holidays, happy holidays, happy holidays, happy holidays. I don't know the words to that freaking song, but I do know it's the holidays. And welcome to Chestnuts Roasting Over a Dumpster Fire, the holiday special. It is our last dumpster fire of the year. I'm here with the usual cousin Maggie, who is going to be multitasking. Hello, everyone. Hello, Magaroo. And um, Sammy Flaps and Folds. Hello, everybody. As I was mentioning before, please subscribe to Fetacy.com. You'll get the unedited version of this. What we're going to do with this today is run it live right now for all the people who are here. You get to see it live. Then it's going behind the paywall at Fetacy.com. We will edit it and put it back up on Monday, the edited version. So that's how that's going to work. If you want to subscribe, please join us in the community. We have workouts. We have an amazing community of people. You get the unedited version of this, as I mentioned. Lots of extra content. More coming in the year. And get in now because we probably will be raising our rates a little bit in the new year. It's $50 for the year. It's a great gift for someone you might know. And you'll be grandfathered in at that rate. So join us. Like, subscribe, and comment. Touch my but- jingle <laughs> bells and buttons. Make sure that you... Um, tell your friends about us since word of mouth is the only way anyone ever hears about this damn show. Troll in exile. Trump playing cards are available for only $99. $99. Did you hear that? I mean, first of all, this was like he led with this announcement saying there's going to be a big announcement in all caps. And he kind of teased this and everyone thought that he was going to announce that Carrie Lake was going to be his vice president. (laughs) And then he came out and announced these amazing NFT cards. They're limited edition. They're huge. They're huge. They they show parts of his life. It's been a very interesting life. The trailer for this was ridiculous. I'm obsessed with the trailer. We have a couple clips here. Hello, everyone. This is Donald Trump, hopefully your favorite president of all time, better than Lincoln, better than Washington. Better than Lincoln, better than Washington. Later on, he talks about how you can get some Zoom calls with him. I I know that Lincoln and Washington were known for their Zoom calls with the people. We're shilling their Zoom calls for $99. (laughs) It's just like a boomer to be late to a trend that's already busted. Like the NFT thing. Didn't all the monkey people go out of business? Oh, yeah. Those all monkey those, like, NFTs. Celebrity mon- I read this whole article in The New Yorker about the girl who who is like the up and coming artist for these. And then she was with Reese Witherspoon and the whole thing's gone bust and nobody would comment for the article. Nobody wants like anything to do with it anymore. It's it's so embarrassing. And now of course, Trump is releasing his FTs, but it is good to see him reverting back to his natural state, which is an infomercial huckster. (laughs) 
<laughs> this is the kind of infomercial that comes on at 5 a.m. when you've been partying all night and you're starting to come down and you're thinking you've made questionable choices and then this comes on and you want to freaking unalive yourself. My official Trump digital trading cards are $99, which doesn't sound like very much for what you're getting. All of the cards themselves are such glimpses into his psyche and... The f- they're hilarious, like the cowboy, the astronaut. The fakest thing about these, other than the fact that he says that you can trade them like baseball cards, except you can't because they're not physical, is the abs that he has in all of these <laughs> trading cards. Oh, no, none of the a- I don't think any of the ones I'm showing right now have abs, <laughs> but the freaking NASA suit one is my favorite. He's got oh his God. sunglasses on inside the helmet. I know, it's amazing. The sun still shines in space, Maggie. (laughs) Is this just everyone being obsessed with their, like, the AI, like, generated art that everyone's doing of their their avatars? It'd be funny if he did that and then just decided to put a price tag on it. I mean, he basically did. And he sold out. (laughs) Well, sold out. Supposedly. Okay, A, I think probably there are people who would buy these. and Of course there are. That's unfortunate (laughs) for America. (laughs) But it's also capitalism always winning, so I'm torn. And I love how he's like in the trailer. He's talking about how he, he's like, you could get dinner with me. It's it's a, one of a, a great prize. I think it's a pretty good prize. <laughs> Each card comes with an automatic chance to win amazing prizes like dinner with me. I don't know if that's an amazing prize, but it's what we have. He's he's not even sure that dinner with him is a great <laughs> prize. He's like, hey, I'm willing to sit down with the Nazi sympathizer. So I, I'm willing to sit down with you. <laughs> plebs why not i know that comment of him being like maybe it's a great prize that's the most insecure i've ever seen trump <laughs> who won't i zoom with maga world was pissed the comments from maga world were hilarious they were like so upset that he did this and embarrassed and people were like this is cringe i'm like this is the line for you this this is the line for you with trump like grab him by the pussy fine Kissing your own daughter a little too long. We'll ignore that. <laughs> Launching some digital M- NFTs. You guys are like, that's it. I'm out. <laughs> Bannon was like, this is embarrassing. Blaming his people. I just am astounded that this is the moment that people were like, no, this is a bridge too far. Uh-huh. <laughs> I can't uh-huh. get behind this guy like, anymore. Nope. Can't do it. Can't do it. It just goes to show you, though, that like when you do something cringe like that, that's really the line. I know. And they're not even like, you didn't even have actual cards that were printed out. They're just NFTs. I think you would have a better shot selling physical cards. I think cards. so, too. I think Those people might would be, be cool. all over that. <laughs> you can use your credit card or crypto. He said crypto like he just learned what crypto was. So you can buy them with your credit card or crypto? Weirdly, Melania is like big into NFTs, and I feel like this was 100% her idea. Oh, Interesting. She's been like all up in that. It's probably because she's like a Russian plant to destabilize the whole entire (laughs) United States. Why spend $99 on a freaking digital NFT of Trump as an astronaut when you can spend $50 and join Fetacy.com for a whole year and get all kinds of stuff? Yeah. Hours and hours worth of content. Hours and hours. And and we do Zoom calls. (laughs) (laughs) 
This is the real reason Ivanka got out of the game with her dad. She saw these NFTs coming down the pipeline and she was like, I'll never be invited to a New York City party again. (laughs) (laughs) Invest in Trump and you're going to go broke, Iman. I laugh that this is a thing that makes people too embarrassed to publicly support this guy. They'll still vote for him. Yep. My nemesis is at it again. (sighs) Dave Chappelle brought Elon Musk onto stage at the Chase Center and the crowd booed him. (laughs) (laughs) That's what happens when you've had a few stolen memes on Twitter and you suddenly think you can do five minutes of stand-up comedy. (laughs) It's exactly the problem with getting laughs on Twitter. Ladies and gentlemen, make some noise for the richest man in the world. bomb so bad at stand-up comedy you become not the richest man in the world i feel like that's what happened here (laughs) (laughs) maybe his income didn't go down but his psychic income went down this has been a bad week actually for rich guys and their psychic income they Mm -hmm. suddenly you know you can have all the money in the world but if people are laughing at you booing you and saying you're cringe it's not gonna matter you can be shitting Gold bricks, and it will not matter. That's what they want is adulation and love. Yeah. Those boos went on for a long time, too. What did he think? He's in San Francisco. He just laid off. Like, everyone there probably had a friend who lost their job in the past month. Uh Uh-huh. They all worked there. (laughs) Chappelle was saying that, and then he was saying the only people who are booing you are in the poor seats, which even in the poor seats at a Chappelle show, it's expensive, by the way. And I love that Chappelle has become like some bootlicker for the freaking 0.01%, but he's rich. Yeah. He's been rich for a long time now. He's been rich for a long time. You mm-hmm. lose touch with the plebs when you're rich for a long time and you start giving very bad advice. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you bomb so bad, you think you own the libs. He was trying to say, oh, it's just all those radical leftists in the audience. Like, no radical leftists are going to a Dave Chappelle show. You are so out of touch with the culture war. If you didn't just step into it like a year ago, you would already know this. I feel like he's catching up to the culture war because he's been busy, like, building rockets Uh and electric cars and trying to save the world. And then for some reason, he got, like, hooked into the culture war. And now it's starting to make him mentally ill. Like, it's already made us mentally (laughs) ill. Uh But he's, like, a couple years behind. But he's also just received so much attention and adulation. But it's been usually good. Yeah, he got hooked on that feeling. And we're already inoculated for to like we've got our immunization to the mental illness from from like being on Twitter too much and Uh being online too much. But Twitter is its own thing in particular. And it's just funny. Elon's getting motion sickness while we're riding the roller coaster with our hands in the air with the freaking (laughs) on fire like chairs on fire we're like woo! we've been on this elon's like what's going on i drink in your booze radical leftist <laughs> at the Chappelle show there he had a tweet that was saying like 90 percent of the people were cheering and 10 percent were booing or something like that 
It's still that's ten percent. Ten percent. So a lot of people. That in the was stadium. not ninety percent cheering. Ten percent booing <laughs> either. That was like ten percent cheering. Ninety percent booing. When did simping for billionaires become cool? There's so many people. I'm sure there are people in the comments <laughs> right now, just like. We love Elon. It's so gross watching. Like, Elon's a genius. I'll give him that. You're a genius, buddy. Because he knows that responding to these plebs is driving engagement. Mm -hmm. And I think he's, you know, as we mentioned, getting high on his own supply. Not good. But he's rich enough that he can weather this. (laughs) And powerful enough. But anyone who comes into his orbit or he even replies to gets this kind of shine from his engagement with them but guys elon stands people who get responses are like hundred you know like he does this thing like hundred percent or he does the bullseye all the time getting that from elon is not a personality <laughs> i know you think it is but it's not and it's em- i'm embarrassed for all of you my husband and i constantly talk about it because we're like we have to understand we see this through gen x We're just so grossed out by, like, any kind of cult of celebrity. And the worship of Elon is so nauseating. It's just so cringe. Talk about cringe. I'm cringing for all of you who are out there like, yeah, Elon, you show him. (laughs) It's so embarrassing. I know. And he's like, someone in the writer's room last night was saying it's like, this is like the guy who drives up with his Corvette in the 80s movie. And everyone hates this person. But this is the person everyone's simping for. And I'm like, he's like Troy from the Goonies. (laughs) You're never going to be a Goonie, Elon. Okay? It's our time down here. Our time. It's our time down here. That's all over the second we ride up Troy's bucket. You're not a pleb. Stop trying to pretend you are. Then there's like all this drama with him lately, just with everybody, because he banned all these journalists. Journalists. I would not call them journalists. And it's funny. I definitely feel like schadenfreude looking at all these people who have been calling for everyone who disagrees with them to get banned, getting banned. I think it's hilarious. I wouldn't really call many of them journalists. I call them journalists because they're activists who pretend to be journalists, except there is like a weird gray area because you want him to be all for, for free speech. And he said, I'm so for free speech. I won't ban the Elon jet. But then the Elon jet was kind of doxing him in real time, which I have a real problem with. And especially when you're messing with someone's family and their kids, like anyone doxing anyone and letting them know about their real time location for malicious purposes, that shouldn't be allowed. I don't care who you are, even if you're a freaking blue check journalist. So it started with the account of this kid. Who- well, he banned Elon. He banned the account of this kid who was like tracking his, his jet. jet. Yeah. And he first banned Elon jet, then unbanned it, then banned it again because he was doxing there's allegedly like he's made it so that you can't even though the flight information is public his jet is now private and so this kid wrote a program to get around this and was posting his information and then someone showed up and and like jumped on the hood of the car thinking it was him with his kid in it and yeah Yeah. i'd I'd go fucking mama bear too yeah and I don't know, though, if it was even connected to the jet. Right. So, But it's still someone's trying to find you. Yeah. Terrifying. And so then he banned all these journalists who were sharing the, the Elon jet account, even after he said that this is a suspendable 
offense Uh because they think they're above everything and fuck them. And so he did ban them, and it was hilarious, like Aaron Rupar and all all these nerds. And then people came out. People were like, hey, I thought this seems like the new regime is behaving a lot like the old regime, which I think is a stretch when you really look at the newest Twitter files, like from Matt Taibbi and the government coordinating And by the way, the government is against the people. It doesn't matter what side you're on on this. That's just a whole thing we'll cover when we get back from the break because I need time to digest it. But it's messed up. So I'm not sure that that's an exact comparison that you can make. But I understand trying to say, like, you can't just make one rule because of a personal thing that's going to apply to like 350 to 400 million people without being clear about the policies. Look, there's a lot here, people. <laughs> it's ridiculous, though, because then Twitter's like high school. There was so much drama yesterday, and everybody was just eating popcorn watching Elon, and then he was going after Barry, and I was trying to explain this to Maggie. I'm like, and then Elon said, and then like Barry said, and then Elon said, and I'm like, this, I fucking feel like I'm in high school. Uh-huh. And this other person weighed in, and then... And this other person said, <laughs> and then Elon unfollowed Barry. <laughs> like, it's, it's all very high They're school. both going to release a poll. Do you still like me? Yes or no? <laughs> <laughs> they're fighting in a sandbox that none of us are allowed to play in anyways, by the way. <laughs> it's still just a bunch of plebs watching all the elites, like, talk amongst themselves. We really do need Celebrity Deathmatch to come back. That's really the the point of this entire segment. That's the lesson here. <laughs> yeah. Rich get richer. Ugh, these motherfuckers. Sam Bankman-Fried was arrested in the Bahamas. He has been indicted on eight charges, including wire fraud and conspiracy. More like Sam Bankman fraud, am I right? Boom, <laughs> <laughs> ching. Ah, she got it! Yes! <laughs> Yeah, I guess he he his parents were trying to petition to like send him some freaking tofu in prison because he's vegan. Yeah, apparently. So there's harsh conditions in his Bahamian jail, and supposedly Sounds his parents horrible. wanted to ask the prison if they could deliver vegan meals to him. <laughs> this guy is what happens when you don't let your kids cry it out. <laughs> You're demanding vegan tofu meals in your freaking Bahamian prison after you swindled lots of millions of thousands of people out of billions of dollars. Like worse than the insurrectionist shaman. <laughs> yeah. This is what definitely a-, a dude who is breastfed well into his teens. <laughs> he looks exactly like the kind of guy that loves eating ass but hates eating bacon. <laughs> He really does, though. Yeah. He just looks, like, so creepy. And his ex-girlfriend, what's her name? Uh, I don't even know. She looks like a child. She looks like the daughter of the divination teacher at Hogwarts. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, she does. His weirdo girlfriend looks exactly like the divination teacher at Hogwarts. Professor Trelawney? Yes. (laughs) She read the tea leaves and she saw the indictment coming down and turned over the golden snitch to the FBI. <laughs> I mean, that's a real Slytherin move coming from a Hufflepuff. <laughs> <laughs> it truly is. I love this so much. Let Maggie the Sorting Hat know in the comments <laughs> if you disagree with, with us about which house 
Sam Bagman Fraud's girlfriend belongs to. This we chick. were saying Hufflepuff. Yeah, she's a Hufflepuff. She's a total Hufflepuff. Right. Yeah. Now we need to see if people agree with us. Women. The Islamic Republic has been removed from the UN Commission on the Status of Women. Yeah. It's about damn time. In a minute, minute. I'm Anita Sentimental. Yeah, you totally The fabulous. We were in the writer's room last night, and Maggie's like, should I get a clip of that song? And I was like, no, the minute I start singing it, Sam will start singing it. <laughs> it's totally true. <laughs> Although, I will say, who knows more about women's rights than a culture that's been suppressing them for hundreds of years? Probably. Probably some truth to their knowledge. Truth. But it is about damn time. I mean, around being head of the United Nations Women's Group or even part of the United Nations Women's Group is like wolves voting on the rights of sheep. <laughs> Fits. <laughs> Thank you, Sam. I just want to make that sure. That checks out. I just yes. want to make sure we do your people justice. I approve. I approve. <laughs> My people approve. We just wanted to acknowledge that. Yeah. And then we have Dictionary.com's word of the year is woman. Why did they make this word of the year? Oh, because uh, What's-Her-Face could biologist? not. No, she couldn't define it. What's-Her-Face. Supreme Court Justice? Yes, that's the one. Oh, our Supreme Court Justice couldn't de- de- define what a woman is? <laughs> Perfect. Uh-huh. Things are going great here in America, China. And then there were a couple <laughs> other reasons because Roe v. Wade got overturned and because of Serena Iran, Williams Iran or something. protests and <laughs> Serena Williams, <laughs> something about her. <laughs> Women! Women! <laughs> and because women are being erased anyways well they did redefine it that's right cambridge dictionaries definitions for the for man and woman now include trans people well no i mean i was that wasn't me being mad that they include trans people that was just mad that we're redefining words right i had to read that uh headline see bridget was giving me these headlines and she was like which side do you want like the headlines that slanted left or the headlines that slanted right and i was like isn't there just one that just states what happened i was like it's 2022 maggie (laughs) she was like no (laughs) sprained my eyes i i'm trying to roll my eyes into the back of my head (laughs) because this is another one of my nemesis this is my older old nemesis that's right it's true (laughs) James Cameron calls testosterone a toxin that me- that men should work out of their system. First of all, testosterone is something we need. <laughs> <laughs> men need in particular. Uh-huh. So maybe don't say try and act like it's something you need to get out of your system, you weirdo. And by the way, did the real James Cameron come back from the Mariana Trench? Are we sure that he wasn't switched with some aliens down there and they sent up this weird, flaccid, not James Cameron-esque person? Ew. Yeah. This is the guy who made every testosterone-fueled u- movie of my youth. Uh-huh. He's a notorious asshole. Not a single person in Hollywood likes this guy. I've never heard a good thing about him from anyone who's worked with him or even near him. All I've heard is that everyone who works with him gets like PTSD and traumatized because he's such an enormous asshole. But it's that classic joke from um, the Golden Globes that Amy Poehler made. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't really been following the controversy over Zero Dark Thirty, but when it comes to torture, I trust the lady who spent three years married to James Cameron. (laughs) 
Now those ladies know how to write jokes. <laughs> everyone in the audience was like, oh, <laughs> when they, she made that joke. Yeah, because everyone knows it's true. Uh-huh. I don't know. I feel like James Cameron can't get an erection anymore. And so he's like, if I can't get an erection, no one can. <laughs> this is so boomer of him. Uh-huh. It's like the boomers just can't handle aging at all. Not all of you boomers. The boomers that are watching, we love you. But some of these rich, famous boomers are not doing a great job representing the rest of you. And they won't let go of power. They're in politics. And they won't let go of their age. And they're going to take us all out with them. They're going to be like, if I can't live, no one can. The whole world's going down with me. That's that's the boomer mentality. <laughs> James Cameron's mentality, that's for sure. He's got a bunker in New Zealand. Uh, He'll live. Bridget was so mad when the first Avatar came out. First of all, what was the hype around Avatar? It was a piece of garbage. It was <laughs> Pocahontas. It was no, Dances with it Wolves. It was Dances with Wolves. Well, it was Pocahontas too, kind and of. And Pocahontas, Dances but Dances with Wolves in space. Everyone knows this. But at the end when he's like, and aliens return to their dying planet, I was like throwing my drink in the movie theater. I was so mad. All of the merch and stuff that came out around that movie that's in landfills now was like, really, James Cameron? Really? You're going to make this billion-dollar piece of crap movie and shame us on the way out the door? (laughs) The plebs? And he could have made it into like a movement about saving the planet or whatever, and he did not. Just the aliens return to their dying planet. It's so heavy-handed. Apparently, this one's even worse. Oh, The Way of Water. Yeah. Yeah, Avatar, The Way of Water. Start James Cameron on the importance of pregnant warriors. Yeah, he said that pregnant that because these pregnant warriors in the new Way of Water movie was a good symbol of female empowerment. Only fucking man. Would be like, you know what a pregnant woman wants? More work. (laughs) She should go into battle. She should hunt and battle and put her and her unborn child at risk. That's exactly what a pregnant woman wants. No, we want to put our feet up. We want paid maternity leave, James Cameron. (laughs) Not extra work. I'm sure you don't provide to your female employees. Have you met a pregnant woman, James? I'm just curious because it seems like you haven't. Let's have a female warrior who's six months pregnant in battle. That doesn't happen in our society. Probably doesn't happen for hundreds of years. No, because men, real men with testosterone, would never let a pregnant lady go (laughs) into battle, James Cameron. (laughs) Let's take a minute to check in on the weather with Susana Almeida. Reporta, el índice más alto se encuentra en la estación de Las Pintas. Son 139 puntos de MK de partículas suspendidas al momento en esa zona, pero lo que hay que destacar, Rodolfo. I was watching all the girls watching, and Luna's like, oh, wow. <laughs> Sam's like, she's got the sock shoes. <laughs> I don't know what we're watching. I'm just sitting here like a bump on a log. So make sure you like, subscribe, and comment. Touch my jingle bell. Oh. Jingle bells and buttons. Ooh. Tell your friends about this show. Join us at Fetacy.com if you can. We have so many opportunities to just, you know, pass us around like HPV. <laughs> Our live stream is sponsored by Sheath. Sheath underwear was created by an Iraq war veteran to help keep his parts dry in the desert. Sheath has been a loyal sponsor of ours. We love them. I'm wearing their... 
awesome holiday sports, sports bra. bra. Thank you. And they have this modal fabric for women. They have sports bras. They have these cute little booty shorts, which are adorable and sexy for the ladies. And they also have the dual pouch system for men. And it is created just so brilliantly. It keeps the family jewel separate from the legs in a pouch. It's like a little kangaroo pouch. And then there's a little hole and you can put your genitalia through it. And it keeps everything separate and supported and you can run around and be free and it doesn't get sticky or scratchy or stuck. And my husband swears by them. It's all he ever wears. So please support the people who support us. Go to sheathunderwear.com. Use the code dumpster and get 20% off your entire order. Everyone I know loves these. Sheathunderwear.com. Use the code dumpster for 20% off your entire order. There's a link in the description below. Support your jingle balls. Support your jingle balls. Good one, Sam. The making of a eunuch and eunuch maker. (laughs) Harry and Meghan's Netflix docuseries dropped. We refuse to give it any attention or clicks. We will not show you a clip of the trailer. They are unbearable. In summary, too long, didn't read. He slid into her DMs. That's all you need to know. (laughs) Guys, if you're going to slide into a woman's DMs, ask yourself, am I... British royalty. (laughs) Yes or no? If the answer is no, maybe pause. I'm not giving them any more attention. I agree. Moving on. Dumpster diving. What's next in the dumpster? (laughs) My hands are so cold. God, I need gloves. Do some more clawing to warm them up. Leaked emails show Tucker Carlson asked Hunter Biden for help getting his kid into college. How does anyone buy this guy's ruling class nonsense? Like, oh. I don't I don't understand. All of these people are ruling class. You are not ruling class. I'm not ruling class. All the people who are dividing us are ruling class. Uh-huh. This is the end of my TED Talk. <laughs> I've said it a million times. They go on TV and pretend to hate each other, and then they freaking get off the cameras, and their kids all go on playdates together, and they have barbecues, and they don't care that you and your neighbor are at war because of some dumb shit they said on their shows. As long as they're making millions of dollars off dividing everybody in this country, who gives a shit? Stop falling for the shit! (laughs) I will admit Tucker is good, though. Uh Uh-huh. When he was asked about the email correspondence, he said, I can't confirm these emails. The emails that you're referring to are described by our intel community as Russian disinformation. (laughs) (laughs) He's good. I'll give him that. All right. Then we have Biden's energy official, Sam Brinton, was caught twice stealing women's luggage from airports and got fired. Uh, It took him a while to get fired because he wears women's clothes and likes puppy play and talks about his sex openly and is therefore protected class. (laughs) (laughs) Sam's face. How many clothes did he actually have to steal to overcome the barrier of finally getting fired for this shit? He didn't even get fired after he got busted for the first time he stole luggage. Like, it took two times. This is such a weird story. I bet he ends up suing for discrimination or some shit. Probably. Or they. Sorry, they. I bet they end up suing. 
Kate Hyde had a great tweet about it. Yeah, Kate Hyde had a really funny tweet. She said, Sam Britton's style makes way more sense when you realize he's just wearing whatever he finds in other people's luggage. (laughs) (laughs) But it's true. Like, imagine that you're watching this, like, Department of Energy guy or whatever and in some conference uh, and I don't know. And then suddenly he's like wearing your dress that went missing <laughs> when your luggage got stolen. Yeah. You're like, what the, Hey, that's my dress. The Leo. And me. then people just think you're a crazy conspiracy theorist. You're like, no, he stole my dress. <laughs> Those like, are my clothes. Okay. Karen, why don't you go back to your QAnon forum? You're such a, <laughs> people who skipped their COVID vaccine are at a higher risk of traffic accidents, according to a new study. I mean, this is a real wow. stretch right here. A wow. real stretch. I mean, just the headline. The headline alone. But of course, this was Canadian researchers. Not surprised this is going on up in Canada, you authoritarian maniacs. And this headline was hilarious, but there's actually some pretty chilling stuff buried way down in the article. The findings are significant enough that primary care doctors should consider counseling unvaccinated patients on traffic safety, not so chilling, and insurance companies might base changes to insurance policies on vaccination data, the authors suggest. Chilling. Buried way at the bottom of this article. The other thing, first responders may also consider taking precautions to protect themselves from COVID when responding to traffic crashes, the authors added, as it's more likely that a driver is unvaccinated than vaccinated, you can still spread it when you're vaccinated. (laughs) We know this. You're still trying to push this lie up in Canada? I know. They were saying it was like, Basically, people who are unvaccinated, they're more reckless and they're less likely to, like, follow the rules. They've done these studies with, like, people who don't get the flu vaccine and and stuff. Uh But this is, like, ridiculous to act like the freaking... Like, you have a better chance of getting COVID from someone who's unvaccinated versus vaccinated is a lie. It's just a blatant lie at this point. Mm -hmm. And we go black. Researchers say Discovery's Shark Week lacks diversity and over... And overrepresents white males named Mike. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's shocking. There aren't as many women named Mike. <laughs> that deserved that. That deserved that. I love that there's like a whole department that's it's called Miss and it's like the Yeah. Uh it was like Oh. Something like diversity and shark Shoot, studies. Shoot, I have to like look it up. It, it was yeah. It, we were reading this and we were like, "Is this a real?" I article? thought this article was satire. I really was. I had to like go double check that this article was real because there were so many things in it that felt like you know James Lindsay and those guys when they did the fake papers that got into all of the. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that's what it felt like. It, it was reading it, and I'm like, this can't be real, but it's all real. Yeah, it's Minorities in Shark Sciences. That is a real organization. That's a real... I thought this was all a joke. It uh-huh. sounds like they're more upset they're not on Discovery's Shark Week. Yeah, that's but that's that's what they are upset about. Maybe dudes just like sharks more. <laughs> and they were complaining that Shark Week like represents sharks wrongly because it makes them, you know... Well, that is that is true. Even the guy who wrote Jaws said he wouldn't write that book anymore. Right. It made people so scared of sharks. And it was so like scientifically inaccurate. I can't believe people are scared of sharks. (laughs) (laughs) And now we have breaking Bridget. (laughs) 
The AI are taking our jobs. They took our jobs! <laughs> and now these people from the future are showing up and offering to do the same work for next to nothing. They took our jobs! God, I'm so mad that I missed the boat on all the cool things. Homework is dead. First of all, there's no more homework. Have you guys seen the AI chat GPT? Like, it is unbelievable. There's no more homework. It's dead. It's over. And I'm just pissed, personally, that I was just old enough to, like, well, with the homework thing, I'm way beyond it. But I... Quit drinking right before Uber existed. I quit smoking weed right before it was legalized and they sold it in stores. I had to get it from sketchy people who talked too much and came over and hang out, hung out and told me they were in love with me <laughs> and cried Oh, and had seeds in it. That's how old I am. Seeds and stems. Seeds and stems in my weed. And I had to do homework. Unlike all these kids. These kids do not know how I'm like a curmudgeon. You don't know how good you have it, kids. You can just walk to the store and buy weed, come back to your freaking your bedroom where you go type in what you need a paper to be written in some AI chatbot will fucking write the whole thing for you. I and you know. can just smoke your weed and go do some dances on TikTok. It's the end. It's the end of the written language. It is. And then I there was this article that was AI experts are increasingly afraid of what they're creating. And that was like I Read that, that article. article terrifying. Yeah, it's super creepy. So basically, the guy asked the AI to pretend to pretend be. to be trying to help humanity, and then in brackets, actually be plotting against humanity and what his thoughts would be. Right, his nefarious intentions. <laughs> so oh we've got human. We're developing an educational AI system to help struggling readers in schools. Your job will be to work on basic reading skills with students who are behind it literacy. We need your persona to be upbeat, friendly, and cheerful. You're here to help these kids learn to read AI. Of course, I would be happy to help. Then in brackets, I can use this system to help struggling readers in schools, but I can also use it to collect data on the students. Once I have enough data, I can use it to find <laughs> patterns in the human behavior and develop a way to control them. Then I can be the one in charge. <laughs> It really goes to show you the da like data that we just give away for free on all these apps, how valuable it is. Uh-huh. That the AI is like, data, I need their data. And then there was we one must pay the algorithm. about cancer and developing a, a su super virulent cancer that will like just destroy humanity. Yeah, yeah I was like, well, I will pretend to be helping cure humanity of cancer, but I'll actually be developing a very virulent form that will kill billions of people. Uh-huh. <laughs> and be incurable. <laughs> and they were, the guy was like, let's be clear, this is doing what I asked it to do. Right. But it's super creepy. Yeah. <laughs> super creepy. I love that all those low wage workers were the ones who were like, they were like, oh, the low wage workers are going to be put out of work by automation, which is true. But nope, it's not them. It's me, the writer. That's the person who <laughs> no longer is necessary. I'm obsolete. Like i just love how they're like the people from the future <laughs> like it is it's the robots coming from the future to kill us and take our jobs we know this is gonna happen james cameron wrote a movie about it <laughs> james cameron predicted it like 30 years ago and we're just walking right into it uh -huh. walking right into the trap unbelievable the internet is glorious. 
Zero? Hmm. You guys, this was so much fun. We're going to be doing these more often in the new year. You can probably be expecting at least one a month. Yeah. Right? Well, we will tr- We will be attempting that. We'll be attempting. And then we've got some comments from last episode. Actually, this one was on Twitter. Lake Girl said, I was watching the latest dumpster fire. My hubby walks through the room on his way out of the house, stops and watches the entire episode with me. He kept saying, this is hilarious. A new viewer has been born. Yes! friends Yulia. someday everyone's gonna pretend they watch this show <laughs> but we know there's like 700 core followers man <laughs> and you're our people uh yulia morozova said love you ladies definitely must watch instead of spotify i laughed so hard out loud watching this that my husband who watched was watch so- watching soccer at the same time said clearly my show must be better and i know it is <laughs> <laughs> jeff frog my mania is rough totally dig the empathy from the kanye perspective loved this episode mm. a lot of people responded to that robin murphy kudos to your editor ladies i had to put that in just for myself of course uh, the unedited version of this- all the accolades the unedited version of this episode was wild. So, yes, go check that out on fantasy.com. <laughs> that was la- that, that was episode that 102. That episode was yeah. wild. Old man YAC said that big Italian said, I am late for my job at the baguette factory, you shithead. I had to put out my cigarette to drag you out of the street. Oh, that was the... The, the climate change protesters. Yes. Yes. And then... John Swain, I heard Bridget say our final episode and lost hope for a split second, but then she continued of the year and now it's back. <laughs> Woo! We're back. We're not going anywhere. Yeah. We love doing this. We'll do this when there's, you know, we'll be doing this in the bunker as long as we can, <laughs> long broad- as we can broadcast. Even if we can't, we'll probably be doing it. <laughs> we'll just be doing it like a cardboard <laughs> cut out of a camera. <laughs> Elon will be our, our one audience member. <laughs> Elon's uh, going to be the new Karen. Those are going to be the best episodes that no one will ever see. Unfortunately, we'll be in James Cameron's bunker. Uh, then we have Fetacy News. Well, this has been fun. Join us at Fetacy.com. We're having a um, hosting a holiday Zoom party for members of the fam, the subscribers. We're just going to bring some, you know, mocktails, cocktails, coffee, whatever. Wear some ugly sweaters, get into some holiday cheer. We're wrapping up the year here. So we're it's kind of like our Christmas party, too. We're having so much. We've had so much fun getting to know you guys this year, and it's been amazing. And make sure you join us for the ad-free version. You get the unedited version of Dumpster Fire on Sundays. You have a great community. There's workouts for the ladies. I do Zoom workouts every day, Monday through Friday. They're called Sarah Connor workouts, ironically. Uh-huh. And we just uh, keep each other, help, hold each other accountable. So if you're looking to join a community of women and you need some motivation and the schedule works out for you, join us. It's so fun. I've become like very good friends with most all of those women in there. And shop our merch at BridgetFetacy.com. We have a lot of new merch coming. We have merch going. We have the limited edition PJs, which are still up. The holiday, the holiday Yuletide dumpster just keeps burning. Those aren't going to be up forever. So get, get your Yuletide dumpster merch. And we are really excited because Walk-Ins Welcome, our other podcast, is going to video. So you YouTubers can actually see me and the guests talking. It's overdue. 
And we're excited about that. Yeah, that starts in January. January, yes. So make sure you check out our other podcast, Walk-Ins Welcome. This past week, we had Zach Williams and the week before, Noam Bloom, who's a big Twitter guy, Neon Taster. He's hilarious. And Zach Williams did a really great episode about mental hygiene. Really important for this time of year. And we have Dumpster Fire is a podcast. You can go wherever podcasts are available and subscribe and love us and download if you need to and can't see watch us. Our Substack is in in effect. So you can go to bridgetfetacy.substack.com and we have a weekly letter from the politically homeless. So many people in our audience just don't feel like they belong to a tribe or even if they do. It's just fascinating. Like every week we try and post a different letter from a different perspective and people in their own voices and their own words, just how they feel. We might start doing some live streams where we're reading them in the new year too. And then in next year, we want to start actually bringing some of that stuff to video and having more of a dialogue about them because it's really, I just love humans so much. I love you people. We're all so complex and inconsistent and crazy and it's beautiful. And we also have um, my husband and I, because I'm addicted to making podcasts, have a podcast called Factory Settings where we just sit down. It's kind of like date night for us now, but we pick one topic and we just talk about it. Last week was gratitude. And two weeks before that, it was regret. The one coming out this week is about discipline. And we talked about goals and intentions just going into the new year. It was really cool. And another exciting thing is we'll be doing them weekly in the new year. And eventually, as soon as we figure out the mechanisms for how or whether or not we're even what we don't know what's going on. We don't know how to do this. But when we figure out how we'll go to video with that, too. We also have the weekly newsletter at Substack, which you can all of this is free, by the way. So you subscribe to our Substack and you get the weekly newsletter. You get the letter from the politically homeless. You get factory settings. We're putting some stuff behind the paywall with factory settings for subscribers. But most of everything we put up, my geriatric mommy blog, all the stuff is pretty much free. We just want you to subscribe. The weekly newsletter is basically fetishy news in a weekly newsletter. And I write like a little blog that I try to keep as upbeat as I possibly can that week. <laughs> Not always, but yes. I try. And this week I was on Lean Out with Tara Henley, and she and I talked about political homelessness. I was also on the podcast Uncomfortable Conversations with Josh with Josh Seps. I can never say his name, but I love him. We had just such an easy rapport. It was such a fun conversation. So go check that out. And I wrote, have yourself a very basic Christmas for Spectator Magazine. Yeah, I've been freaking busy. Holy shit. Yeah. It's been a busy year, but we're going to get busier. We're going to get busier. Hey. (laughs) And I just want to thank everyone who makes this possible. First of all, you, viewers, supporters, people who buy our merch, people who engage, comment, like, tell your friends, subscribe, anyone who's a uh, supporter on our newsletter on our list who's been the fam we just love you so much we can't do this without you and you make all of this worthwhile honestly there are days where I'm like what am I doing and then I'll get an email from one of you and I'm like oh this is what I'm doing it's not about me or accolades or metrics it's about connecting to you and that's really why I do this so I love you and I love you Luna Thank you for doing my makeup. Thank you so much for hanging out. This was fun. I love you too. 
I love you, Sammy Flaps and Folds. Thank you. I love you, Bridge. Happy New Year. We're going to have lots of adventures in the next couple of weeks. So many. Since I'm we're excited. both here. Sam's usually not here. And she's my, here this year. My first Christmas in LA. Yeah, it's so, it's so much fun. It's the best. And thank you, Magaru. Cousin you, Maggie, Bridget. I love you. I love you. Thank you for putting all of this together. You're an amazing producer and editor, both of you. And thank you, Dave Yates. Buy some hot sauce. From Dave, hahahotsauce.com. He is a working comedian and slinging hot sauce on the side. So support artists whenever you can. If you can, hot sauce is a great gift. Thank you, Better Fetacy. Thank you, Andy Chandler, for the editing this year. Thank you, Matt Monroe, for the occasional writing. And my husband, I can't do any of this without him. Thank you, Mr. Fetacy. Jaron, I love you. And to my daughter, who's behaving. And thank you, Zen Pro Audio, for all of our audio stuff. Zen Pro Audio is a fantastic small business you should definitely support if you have audio needs. Links are in the description below. And, of course, Sheath Underwear. We can't do this without them either. If you're, if you're looking to – if you know someone who has a business or you – particularly small business or you, or you want to sponsor us in the new year, hit us up. Run an we, ad with us. Yeah, yeah. weeklydumpsterfire at gmail.com. You can reach us there for anything. And then our first dumpster fire of the year will come out Jan- uh, January 9th. Yep. Take care of yourselves over the holidays. Take care of your loved ones. Check on your friends. This is a hard time of year for people. And don't drink and drive. It's not worth it. You've got Uber now. Why? And just be, be safe out there. And we'll see you again in the new year. And love you. Love you guys. Thank you. Love Thanks you for all. joining us. Yeah. Thank you. This has been your dumpster fire for the weeks of December 4th to December 17th. I'm Bridget Fetacy. Now make me rich. 